Ooh, welcome everyone to the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining me. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Brad Geiger, I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. This Thursday, if you listen to this the day it dropped, which is December 5th, we are having our first ever Plus Two Comedy Character Select Showcase at Jester's Playhouse. That's 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. Show starts at 10 o'clock and tickets are just plus $2. So be sure to come and check out our first showcase. You'll see Plus Two Comedy along with past Plus Two Comedy podcast guests, Derek Badichek, Short Stack, and Alex Perlman. So please, come on down to Jester's Playhouse. It's where fun begins and the beginning of the Character Select Showcase brought to you by Plus Two Comedy. If you'd rather see us at a convention, or, you know, if you want to do both, you're welcome to do that as well. We are going to be at Taki 16. That is the Asian Karaoke Idol Invitational Choho Hokobo. That will be December 28th and 29th at the Rotunda in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Tickets are just $15, and you can purchase those tickets at, get a pen and paper, T-A-K-I-I dot P-D-N-M-Z dot com. You can see Plus Two Comedy along with Manly Battleships and Astor Place. It should be a fantastic time, so please come down to the Rotunda on December 28th and 29th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And before we get started, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Please click the banner below and get a free audiobook along with supporting the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. That's right, get a free thing. Help your favorite podcast. It's really a good deal. As a matter of fact, I'm a member of Audible myself, and I recently listened to the audiobook for Where's Waldo? Here's a sample. Ah, there he is. Got him. Right there. Got him. Okay, that really wasn't a sample from the audiobook Where's Waldo, but there are some fantastic audiobooks there. You can listen to Game of Thrones, you can listen to The Hunger Games, you can listen to a different book with the word game in the title. Just check out audible.com. Thanks in advance. And our guest this week is Brad Geiger, uh, the owner of webcomics.com. Check out the uh, links below to his new books and his old books. Uh, He's a fantastic webcomic artist, and he brings that knowledge on to you. If you ever wanted to do a webcomic, I highly recommend his books. You will succeed where we failed. So without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to cons is our escape. It's like make a piece in a star-filled sky, where you can meet all your heroes and none of them fly. We're on the road, we're going Who's ready for a podcast? <laughs> Who's here doing other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were weak this week. Just, but they're still oh. determined. They're still determined. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, TV's Noah. I am joined by the Metachlorians to my Jedi power, mm. Mr. Will <laughs> Liam. Mm. How you doing, Will? Uh, I didn't like that one. I'm sorry. I, uh, I wanted to have a... Uh, a Star Wars RPG character that was a homeless guy that got a blood transfusion from a Jedi, and then he had Jedi powers. 
I would. That was I, the background. That sounds good. So that's how I'm doing. <laughs> that's, I'm glad to hear you're doing that way. And uh, our guest this week is a very special guest. He is the creator of Evil Inc., a very popular web comic, and he also works for the Philadelphia Daily News. And he has a book out, uh, the Handbook to Web Comics. Did I say that correctly? The Web Comics Handbook. Yeah. I said it backwards, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Brad Geiger's here. Give it up for Brad. Thank you for uh, making it down to Jester's Playhouse to be here on uh, our little podcast. I think I, I'm having a great time. Thank you. I'm glad you're having a good time. I, it sounds like I have your echo on. Let me turn that off. So thank you for coming down. And uh, I was reading the webcomic. I greatly enjoy it. And it's a spinoff of uh, another webcomic, correct? It, the first comic I did was called Greystone Inn. I started that in February of 2000, did it through mid-July, uh, I think, of 2005, and realized that I just, it was one of those things that kind of got away from me. So I, I, I decided to kind of take one part of that comic that was really generating a lot of reader response and that was a corporation run at for and by supervillains i took that <laughs> and uh ended Greystone on a friday the next monday i launched evil inc <laughs> just had such a great idea you had to get onto it immediately yeah and and it was well Greystone was running a few newspapers at that point and i didn't want to lose them so right. i had to literally make it a seamless transition from one to the next gotcha and, and i did find this interesting that you do do <laughs> that uh, you have your comic also in newspapers yeah now where's does the like where's your main success is it from internet oh. or is it from the newspaper the little bit of success that I have <laughs> it comes from the web. <laughs> the newspaper thing has always been uh, an, an add-on. It was, it was it, the, the main thing that I've always said with, with comics in general is you do it once and you get paid for it as much as possible. So when I found out that newspapers were willing to run this thing, I, I'm like, fine. I'll just, I, I had to do very little formatting. And uh, and at one point it was running in a small handful of newspapers. At this point, the Philadelphia Daily News is the only one that's still running it. Uh, and there's just so little money in it and so little uh, adventurism <laughs> from the editors. Right. They're so very scared to try anything new mm. that I just don't pursue it. If somebody comes to me, I'll uh, I'll happily set them up with a contract. Other than that, it, there's there's just no. There's no nothing to be gained there. Yeah, so it's it all comes from the web now. Whereas on the web, everything's exploding. I mean, I was I was thinking about it just on the way uh, driving over here from Philly uh, when I when I uh, took webcomics.com, which is my tutorial site. When I took that and put up a paywall, uh, I literally got death threats. Uh, the the subscription <laughs> was thirty dollars a year, and 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 I and and. People were, and this was as recently as 2009, I think. People were furious. And uh, when I did the, uh, contrast that with 2013, when I did the uh, Kickstarter campaign for the Webcomics Handbook, based on the same stuff that I was putting behind the paywall at uh, webcomics.com, uh, the same stuff I was saying, this is worth $30 a year and getting death threats for, I asked for $10,000 to publish it and got three times that much. <laughs> That tells you that there's a real it. difference in what's going on in the web now. Throw in Patreon that's just now starting to bloom. And I'm not familiar we're in the with middle, that one. What's that? Patreon? Patreon. Oh, you got to check it out. Patreon was built. Was built. Are you familiar with Pomplamoose? 
Pop, right. Moose. <laughs> Internet famous, I guess. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, independent musicians, basically. Okay. And they found out, they, 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 for a while they were doing okay with YouTube, but uh, they, they, this, as the guy, I believe his name is John Conti, the way he said it was, I'm kidding, uh, in terms of my downloads, I've got five football stadiums full of people who want to read my stuff or want to listen to my stuff. And I'm getting $25, and there's got to be a better way. So what Patreon does is it's very similar to Kickstarter. Sets up a system by which you say, if I, if I am a, of a, I'm a fan of your work, I can put my credit card in and say, every time you update a comic, I'm going to give you $0.25 cents or a huh. dollar or whatever. And just like Kickstarter, it's got reward levels. Uh, and you can max it. You can say, okay, no more than $20 a month. And this guy now and, and a number of other people who are doing music videos and things of this nature are getting like $1,000 every time they post something from all of their huh. So uh, it's patrons. a pay-if-you-will-if-you-want subscription. Pay-if-you-want. other And, and it's, it's already free. In other words, you don't have to pay to access it. It's free from the, from the get-go. Right. But you have patrons, as it were. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically a, a Kickstarter version of micropayments. That's wild. Yeah, that's, that's way cool. cool. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look into that. But it, it, but it, but to answer your question, yeah, that that's it, everything is happening on the web right now. There's just no comparison. Because you are currently running three web comics, if I if I counted correctly. You have Evil Ink. You have Fables. Fables was something I did strictly for the that I did for the Daily News uh, okay. that I also posted on the web, and that's that's ended at this point. Uh, I okay. tried to talk them into uh, relaunching it, and they. They're not able to. <laughs> uh, and Courting Disaster is on hiatus right now. Uh, I actually left my day job about a year and a half ago at this point, and uh, I've been concentrating on getting some other projects going. So Courting Disaster had to go on hiatus. That was a sex comic. It was uh, basically people would write. It, it ran originally with a sex advice column, and okay. I would take one of the two questions that the columnists would answer and make fun of it. Okay. So if somebody was, you know, writing in with a problem he was having with his wife, that was my topic for the day. <laughs> and the idea was to do kind of like a single panel Playboy cartoon style thing that could also be newspaper friendly. Yes. And I, I was reading Courting Disaster today and I was reading uh, uh, Evil Inc. And it, I was really impressed by the fact that Evil Inc. is usually about four panels. Mm-hmm. And then you have Courting Disaster, which is usually like one panel. And... As a stand-up comic, to me, that's like you can do a long-form joke and a one-liner. Right. And I was really impressed. And I, I have to ask, which is easier for you to write? Oh, strips are infinitely easier to write because you, you've you got so much. You, you can rely on character. You can rely on nuance. You can rely on a callback from an earlier strip. Right. Uh, Single-panel strips are brutal, brutally difficult to write. Uh, because... I, the one thing that that really impresses me about the 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 idea of the web comic is when I write a joke for stand up, I can tell it a few times and see if it works, and then fix and then make it better. Mm-hmm. But with the web comic, it's up there, and then yeah. don't, you don't go back and edit. It. It, you live or die every twenty. Well, in my case, every twenty four hours because I post just about every day. Uh, you, which you is live also and die. insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this is the only thing I ever wanted to do. This was this is my one thing. Okay. I, I've, since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be a cartoonist. The fact that I have this opportunity uh, is, is is the greatest thing in the world. The fact that my uh, uh, readers support this 
and it's the best thing in the world. I work, I wake up ready to tackle the day every day. I, I work harder and longer hours than I ever did uh, working a day job and balancing the comic, and I'm three times as happy as I've ever been. That's it's just. It's still so amazing to me because uh, me and Will used to have a web comic uh, <laughs> back in the day. We were called CSW Comics, and we're like, we're going to update once a week. And I think we made it two months. <laughs> if that. And then we took a three month hiatus <laughs> and then tried to come back. It's just, it was it's insanity. Hard coming back after a hiatus. Yeah. So, and first of all, I'm also. Uh, First off, <laughs> I'm also really impressed that you actually have webcomics.com. I was that you were able to get there on the ground floor. <laughs> That's a long, long story, but I'll, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. Well, please. Uh, boy, do any of you guys even no. know what Reader's Digest is? You're all under no. the age of 40. I, I heard about it from The Simpsons. <laughs> The Simpsons mentioned it. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I keep catching myself making these geezer references. Uh the long and short of it is this. Uh, it went up for sale, and Robert Koo, who is the business guy for Penny Arcade, bought it. And uh, Scott Kurtz and I went to him and said, if you're not doing anything with that, we'd like to access it. And and, and originally, it was a way to do additional uh, content for the How to Make Web Comics book that uh, Scott, myself, Dave Kellett, and Chris Straub wrote. And uh, we did that for a little while, and then, it, like I said, it just became necessary for me to put that behind a paywall so that it could generate enough income for me to keep going. Right. That's amazing. Now, now the one thing I, I like about stand-up, though. Oh, please. The, the, the thing that <laughs> yes. I am absolutely in awe of is the fact that, like, if I, if I do a strip, I can spend hours hmm. making that perfect. I can, I can get the look just right. I can change the wording. But when you're up there on stage, and I've only done it a couple times, when you let loose with that joke, your timing's got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Your your pronunciation has to be perfect. You can't afford to stutter, and you've got to you've got to sell it in that moment. And if you're not in your head, as it were, right. at that moment, you're going to fail miserably. Oh yeah. The fact <laughs> that you can get up there and do that is is well. well here's the thing. You, you say do you, a lot. Yeah. You, you say fail that, a lot. Yeah. You say that you spend hours working on a uh, a comic. So do we. We yeah. spend hours on a joke, but we do it in front of people yeah. who are judging well, you know, and hating. Because I'll cr- I, I can cram. That's all I do in my car is I'll just write, uh, come up with stuff, and then I'll talk to myself, and I have to do it like this. Like nothing's in my hand. I'm making a fist right now. Like <laughs> I'm holding a microphone, but it's the only way I can like practice. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. There's a microphone like in front. I know, of you, and right? I'm just pantomiming it with my hand. <laughs> yeah, I think I've driven behind you before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So now I have to ask: You've done stand-up comedy before? I, I as a Father's Day present, uh, and this was when I first. Uh, uh, left my day job, so I, I had I used to work nights, and I, it was right. impossible for me to do this stuff. So uh, my wife for Father's Day got me. Uh, it was like uh, a comedy lesson. He showed okay. up for four of these uh, seminars, which were fascinating for me. I could just listen to this guy talk for hours. He and he was just telling about being a stand-up. Do, which class was it? Brad, Trachman? Brad Trachman? Yeah, <laughs> Helium. Yeah. And uh, and then at the end, 
you got up on a Sunday afternoon at Helium Nightclub in, uh, in Philadelphia. Best time to do comedy. <laughs> you know what? You feel the vibe in the room on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I, you, the, the electricity People are looking was, for football scores. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. how I got my applause. Is I, between every joke, I you know gave time and temperature. But uh, <laughs> well, those, those were all my New York gigs for 1 p.m. in the afternoon, yeah. which is the people are ready to laugh. And I went up there, and, and you, you cited Courting Disaster. I took a bunch of Courting Disaster jokes turned them into my wife jokes right and just went through on and on and on you basically did courting disaster humor from start to finish yeah, like, that uh, that would translate well to stage i would it was, believe it was great and i had i had the the mother of all closers it was uh i i taped my wife and i having sex but i didn't let her know i i thought it would be erotic and exciting and <laughs> she didn't find it erotic nor nor exciting she uh she hated she was livid and she hated the title of the dvd she thought it should have been called james bond because the action was predictable there was a heavy reliance on gadgets and there'd be a different guy in the sequel <laughs> mother of all closers so i go up there for this sunday afternoon crowd and with 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 no small degree of humility, may I say, killed, absolutely <laughs> killed, and and I'm like, this is easy. <laughs> I, I am a this. natural. I'm brilliant. And Brad Trackman came up to me and said, I'd really like to work with you some more. And I said, Sure. Uh, where do I sign? What time do I have to be at which club? He says, Whoa, there. You need a little bit more polish and i'm like well listen i i don't have time for polish i've got comics to do when you're ready to put a mic in front of me you let me know, you know? <laughs> so fast forward a few months and it's the same kind of gig and they're having a competition and the prize for the competition is you get to MC at a couple of these gigs okay. and so i put my name in i'm like <laughs> last time i was up there i killed that's gonna be like taking candy from a baby <laughs> So I, I put my name in. I went out there. And this was actually a, 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 this was not a Sunday afternoon. This was an evening show. Okay. Uh, oh, and it, it, I, I mean, I don't know how much. This was a bringer. You had right. to bring along 10 people uh, mm -hmm. or else you had to pay for the people you didn't bring. Yep. And so this was a bring. And so my, I, I'm, you, I'm a geezer. All right. My, my tribe, my people are all old people like me with kids. So I, I went Sunday. out there and I, I, I went to my, who's, this was a school night. So right. what we did was we, uh, we offer, we arranged to have a babysitter at the Geiger house. Everybody brought their kids over to my house. All the parents went out to the comedy show that was supposed to start at 730. Oh, now it's a seven thirty show, and uh, it, it's again school night, and it's eight thirty. They haven't started yet, and I'm in the back in the green room. Oh, did I mention twenty three people showed up? Twenty three total or to comics? Uh, comics. Oh goodness! Comics ready to go on stage, and uh, so I'm in the green room, and my wife is 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 texting me. You know. Uh, Soon? Is it going to be soon? <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I think they're just working a few things out. 8.30, uh, they start. Brad comes backstage, and everybody's got to draw a number of a hat to see who goes on when. Right. And uh, I, you know, again, full of piss and vinegar. And I, I look at him, and I go, I don't care if I get 
anything in the middle. As long as I don't get number one or number 23, <laughs> oh. I'm golden. Said those words out loud. I'm typically oh, not a Oh, you did jer- the secret to yourself. <laughs> I, I am typically not a not a douchebag. I'm actually a nice guy. I'm from the Midwest. We don't do this a whole lot. But I, but those words, I, I'm, I'm uh, hand, to, hand to God, I, those words came out of my mouth. And I pulled out of the hat number 23. Nice. <laughs> Headliner. Son of <laughs> I remembered no cursing. Good. So I, <laughs> One of the few guests that's I remembered. Found out, <laughs> I found out what happens when you're in a green room. Oh, and, and by the way, my wife, now that they've started the show, and my wife says, our friends want to know if it's okay if they leave right after your act. <laughs> and I said, tell yeah. them that they will not be hurting my feelings at all. But uh, nobody's getting out of here before uh, bedtime. I checked with the club. It's cool. <laughs> so now, now, I, now I've got three, four, three or four different families that all have kids with, with you know, bedtimes <laughs> that are going to blow their bedtimes by hours before I get them out of here. And I found out what happens... Uh, I, maybe you guys already knew this. I found out what happens if you're in a green room and 22 people ask you if you're nervous yet. <laughs> you get incredibly, insanely nervous. And so by the time, I, I, long story short, uh, I, I, I ate my lunch. It was, yeah. it was horrible. I got out there and went from joke number one to joke number five, circled back to joke number two, started stuttering, and went right into the closer and oh, yeah. mercifully pulled that off, bowed and out. And uh, I've never been back. <laughs> <laughs> I've, stuck, I've decided to stick to comics for a little while longer. <laughs> well, we'd love to have you back. The comedy community welcomes you back with open <laughs> arms. <laughs> if you don't mind staying out super late. <laughs> I may, have, awesome. I may have to wait until my my uh, my folks, uh, my, the people in my circle, their kids get a little bit older. Yeah. Maybe I'll <laughs> take their kids to the, to the clubs. There you go. <laughs> there's there's some more more butts and seats right there. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I'm glad that you uh, you knew both worlds. And I I can tell you the terrible co- uh, web comic stories. They're less <laughs> <laughs> they're less you know interactive. Yeah, do you, know, illust- yeah, the do you illustrate comics. your comics? Oh yeah, because yeah. that's got to be just great. Because we we did not, I did not. I wrote yes. for a uh, a woman that drew our comics who was not a very stable woman. <laughs> <laughs> so I, if I'd send back an like, unstable person in comics, I, yeah. you're gonna have to slow who down. I, uh, She'd give me a draft, guessed? and I'd be like, "Can you fix this?" And then it'd be like a week's worth of depression because I didn't like it. And I'm like, no. All right, we got this. No, that's that's anytime you're working on a collaboration, it's really really difficult, and oh, it's yeah. all about number one setting up expectations and then number two really really communicating yeah uh, and it's not easy not at all and now i need to ask since you you are the, the guru of uh, how to do web comics you have two books right it's yep. not just the handbook uh, three have... three the uh, everything just finished one <laughs> while we were talking I, well, on the on the on the drive out here as a matter of fact i dictated <laughs> one to my uh to my nurse uh <laughs> I wrote the uh, Everything Cartooning book for uh, Adams Media, and then there was How to Make Web Comics, and then just now the Web Comics Handbook, which will be coming out in print uh, early next year. Very cool. And because I, I need to ask this, what is the biggest mistake that people who try to make web comics make? Because I want to know if I did it. Because I'm, I'm wow, sure I the did. the biggest mistake. What's the yeah. most common mistake or the biggest mistake? 
Well, I, I'll be honest with you. I think the biggest mistake is that they 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 think it's got to be a certain thing. In other words, hmm. it's got to be the two guys playing video games on a couch comic. Mm. It's got to be something. You know, they they try instead of doing what's in their heart and what's really uh, something that makes them happy. They try to do something that makes everyone else happy, and that's always a failure. Uh, close number two is is crappy, crappy lettering. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I did a show. I, I did, did that one. <laughs> I did Wizard World Chicago uh, earlier this year, and, I, and they let me do a panel. It was just me up on the panel, and it was 10 ways to make your comic better in the next 24 hours. Cool. And number one on the list was lettering. If you if you do your lettering right, it will take you from being an amateurish comic to a professional comic overnight. Hmm. And it was number ten by the book because that's what you should do. <laughs> that was number two through ten, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Lots of great stuff in this book. <laughs> a real life paywall came up. That's right. You want, right. You want this panel to go on? <laughs> they started brick throwing quarters by brick at it. by brick. <laughs> Well, we like to geek out a little bit on this show and just talk about what we're currently obsessed with. And it's a little segment we call What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing, where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. So, Brad, are you watching anything? Any TV shows or movies tickling your fancy? I got to tell you, um, again, coming from a geezer point of view, there was a there was a point in time when my geek fix on TV came from Luke Ferrigno in Green Body Paint. Right? <laughs> and we were we were happy to have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. We, and, and Linda, Car- we, we were overjoyed to have that. Uh, Linda <laughs> Wonderful man. But uh, so imagine my joy when I find out that Marvel is doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yes. And not only are they doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Joss Whedon is writing it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and. Again, I'm a comics guy, and and I had I've spent years and years trying to get to a place where I would feel comfortable. Uh, and the last TV show that I watched regularly was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, I haven't watched since then. I have not watched series TV like you'd sit down and watch a TV show. So Agents of Shield comes up, and Joss Whedon and. It couldn't be any better. And it was the first time that the Geiger family, I've got a 7 and an 11-year-old boy, two boys, 7 and 11. I've got two kids is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was the first time the Geiger family, all four of us, had appointment TV. Tuesday yeah. at 8, we were going to be there, and we were there for that first show, and it was Spectacular! Did you guys watch it? I well, don't, I don't Will kind of hates I'm it. I'm the only person I that doesn't like well, this show. I love this show. <laughs> it's the great. first the first episode was marvelous. Oh yeah, the first episode was everything Good you pun. expect from a Joss Whedon written <laughs> uh, uh, script. It mm-hmm. was that sparkling Joss Whedon uh, yeah. uh, wordplay. This is an origin was, story. Yes, I loved it. Yeah. It was it was absolutely wonderful. Sky's character was really neat in the in the mm-hmm. beginning when they you know crash in on our van. In the beginning, addendum. Yes, <laughs> uh, everything about the show was wonderful, and we were thrilled. We were geeking out, and we all were just champing at the bit to get to next Tuesday. And we oh, yeah. sat down that next Tuesday, and I sat there with my jaw agape. I was like. And, and, and every time there would be this setup um, that that would be like, okay, here it comes. You know, it, it's like listening to a joke mm-hmm. setup that never comes to the punchline because you're expecting yeah. this again, this kind of writing that writing that Whedon has really perfected, and it 
kept didn't happening. And yeah. and I'm sitting there and 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 I'm looking at my wife and she's like, yeah, well, you know, maybe it's a clunker. And and my my seven year old gets up and goes and starts playing with the Legos. He's completely tuned out. And the only one who uh, kept the faith was my eleven year old. And oh, so you're you're out too at this point. Oh, I'm 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 mentally out. I'm my butt's still on the couch because okay. you know. It's a warm couch, but I, I, I was <laughs> no, I didn't mentally know. out. <laughs> It'd be weird if I knew that. <laughs> and we, we come to the end of the show, and, and, and I go, oh, man, that's too bad. I really thought that was going to be a good show. And he said, we're going to watch it next week. And I, I looked at him, and he, these big blue eyes imploring me. And I said, why? He says, because uh, it's going to get better. <laughs> and I said, what makes, what makes you think it's going to get better? He says, Dad. It has to. <laughs> it just has to. And we've watched. That was and, so and beautifully set up. It was, and and he he meant it with every fiber of his being. I, I mean, it was. It it has to get better. It just and it just has to. And and we uh and we've watched every every Tuesday. And I do think it is getting. A little bit better. I think it's starting to find its yeah, legs. It's finding its place. You know, and, and we're seeing, I, I noticed they took a week off, and now we're seeing less of Sky and more of Fitz and Simmons. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a good call. Could, good could, call could, on that one. Could somebody get Fitz and Simmons to slow the heck down? <laughs> it's always the most important stuff that they're saying, and I can't understand a word either one of those guys are saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe if I just try to watch it not as a Marvel show, I might like it. Because they won't do Marvel plots, and it bugs yeah. me so much that they'll uh, reference. Uh, did we cover? We talked about Iron Man. We talked about what happened in Avengers. Uh, we're gonna make a vague reference to Super Soldier Serum. Now let's do the plot of the show. And I'm like, well, why can't the show? Why can't well, the plot be next? Next week takes off right where Thor leaves off. So you need to go see the movie to watch more of the show. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is but so just... clever. That oh, what brilliant. a great idea! That's what I said when I walked away from Thor. Is I can't wait for them to vaguely reference this in Agents of <laughs> Shield and then not do a show about it. Well, now you've got You've got it's a put premium yourself, episode. You've got to put yourself in those writers' shoes because they're tied up. They're I'm hamstrung. sure they're not allowed to touch stuff, but that's but for a good reason. Sony. But why can't they do this? Sony. Little... Sony owns Spider-Man mm-hmm. because yeah. the Spider-Man movies. So you're never going to see Spider-Man on that show because well, Sony owns. Or the X-Men, but right? The X-Men. Not is still only Fox. the X-Men, yeah. but what? Do the what do they what uh, uh, Fox owns X Men and Fantastic Four, and oh, they own the concept of mutants. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> there that. There cannot be. Have you noticed everybody that gets superpowers in this show? Uh, it's genetic science. And, oh, there can't be. So the writers are hamstrung. They, it can't be a, the I'm Marvel movie the, the way you want it mutants, to be. Mutants, X-Men doesn't work really well with the rest of the Marvel Universe anyway, because I never understood that. I get X-Men, their they're analogy for different races and homosexuals and stuff. But like the fact that now that they're a part of a greater Marvel universe, they're like, oh, we caught this supervillain. Oh, uh, test show that he's a uh, mutant. Oh, he's a dirty mutant. I thought he was just a regular guy that shot <laughs> tornadoes out of his hands, but he's a filthy mutant. Get him out of here. Put him on the reservation. Well, I will come, s- come on, the Hulk. Let's go hang out. <laughs> I, I am glad that they're a little bit tied up because I could totally see like Josh. You can do whatever you want. I killed Spider Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean you killed Spider? Yeah, killed him. He's dead. But what it feels like to me is that <laughs> it they, was funny. They won't even do like the minor like Marvel stories because I don't know the movies are just holding on to everything. They're like, yeah. we might want to do a movie about it. You can't have it. Well, can <laughs> well, we? Now, can how we do you have Claw? No one cares. <laughs> no, he might show up. He, he might know. show up. 
how do you feel about this recent announcement that uh, Marvel is going to send four different uh, TV series directly to Netflix? Oh, I wait, like what? Awesome. What the hell? Who's supposed to be leading who over here? <laughs> I'm supposed to be the old out-of-touch guy. Uh, uh, all based on the Hell's Kitchen uh, Marvel series. So there's going to be Power Man, uh, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Daredevil. and uh, the Defenders. But not the Defenders that I like. It's going to be back? the Misty Knight of the Defenders. <laughs> That's way cool. I had no idea about this. Well, let me know if you need anything else. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> the crowd has turned on me. I've lost control. Uh. I will say the best episodes of this show are the ones where I lose control. <laughs> and I never know where my loyalty should fall. I, I co-host Jump whoever's ship. in charge. Well, let me ask you then, Will, what are you watching? I watched Thor. Oh, you did I get to see Thor. Saw, yeah, I saw. I said I was going to see it that night, and then I did. And you did. Thoughts? I really liked it. I really... The, the the crowd disagrees. Like well, you're an idiot, so that's fine, <laughs> Brian. It was so. That, what didn't you like? The the beautiful meld of science and magic. The like. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> Star Wars. Why is that a problem? No, you're right. It was it was a great Star Wars movie, but that's not what I went to see, so I hate it. <laughs> it was a great sci-fi, fa- high fantasy sci-fi movie. Better the, than the first one. Uh, it's different because the first okay. one was wacky and in the real world and kind of like fish out of water story. And this one was all in Asgard. It was all in Thor's world. He was in charge of like, it's what he's used to. It's not. It's barely on Earth. Cool. So we are not in peril. Uh, we are. No, the whole all <laughs> nine just realms. Watch from afar. Like, yeah, look at them deal with their things. All nine realms are in peril. Oh, so. oh and I like that, my one gripe was that the plan to stop the bad guy was horrid. But I realized it was Thor's plan. He's an idiot. He's right. just like, uh, this will work because I have a hammer. Oh, no, the hammer didn't work. <laughs> ah! <laughs> have you well, seen it yet, Brad? Uh, no, no. I, 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 uh, I am hoping to see it this weekend. Well, yeah. can I That's my goal as well. Stay after the credits because there's... <laughs> you don't say. They, no, no, no. Hear me out because they do... Some of the Marvel movies do the before credits after the movie scene because people don't want to wait. Oh, the, yeah, the pre-stinger so the, stinger? Yeah, there's a pre-stinger and then there's a stinger stinger. Oh. Yeah. There's a before the credits and an after Yeah, and the then I heard that if you stay in the theater yeah, after three like... Three hours the, afterwards, yeah. the janitor comes up and whispers <laughs> secrets of Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> the janitor just comes to the <laughs> front of the whole crowd. He looks at you and says... And he's Stanley. Excelsior! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, hey, I was a true believer. Was there, was there a Stan Lee cameo? Yes, and oh, now boy. I don't remember what it was. It was just in there. Was he a janitor? <laughs> no, he was a... Uh, that was another... Oh, he's at the... There's a rest... The beginning is Natalie Portman and that Irish dude from... Uh, he's Natalie Portman? IT. Yes, he's Natalie Portman. Oh, the Irish awesome. guy from IT Crowd, who I love, Oh, is in it trying oh, to date yeah. Natalie Portman. And she's like, I've been with Thor, so you're really... <laughs> I'm dating a god. Stanley's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, that sounds good. I will check wife, it out. My wife used to call me Stanley in the bedroom. Oh. Yeah, because I was only on for a few seconds, you know? Nice. <laughs> <Nights>. <laughs> that was great. Stand up. Come, <laughs> you want to come on tour with us? Doing a show December 5th. Yeah, Just don't put me on, on number 23. <laughs> <laughs> that poor crowd, they saw more hacks than Windows 95. You know, ladies Boom! and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's go. Wouldn't open with it. <laughs> oh. He's got the nerd stuff at the ready. 
so next what showcase. You, I, I, I think I'm sorry. Have to have I, back. Took, I took that way over to the left. What are you watching? Oh, what am I watching? <laughs> I definitely... It's I'm, taking over. I'm co-hosting. <laughs> with hey, welcome to the Brad Geiger Podcast. Nice. You know, okay. time and temperature. <laughs> I would listen to Brad Geiger podcast. You might want to consider that if you have if, while you're you're cartooning since you put them out every day. <laughs> listen to Brad draw. Ooh. Yeah, there's some people that can do that. Lar from uh, Least I Could Do can sit there and do a live stream of his drawing. I think it, it's a little bit easier for people that do Wacom tablets because it, mm. it, they can turn it on the screen. I tried doing it once, and it's it's really really <laughs> awkward. Everybody know? shut up! Everybody shut up! Because you know, yeah, working. Well, I'm, I'm also used to working in a in a studio all by myself. So right. all of a sudden, I had to you know be very careful where I was itching. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. So seriously, what what are oh, you what, watching? Yeah. Uh, I watched a, a movie that I was given recently called Transylvania. <laughs> Really? Watched yes. it without me. Yeah, last week I was given it. It was given to me as a gift, and uh, it's from the makers of uh, Dorm Days and National Lampoon's Dorm Days Two. You guys know, and it's one of those terrible, just like skin comedies where it's just like, well, shots of boobs, <laughs> hilarious. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> half halfway through. It turns into this interesting retelling of Shakespeare's uh, comedy of errors with vampires, and no. it's actually pretty good. And it, yeah, it was really? surprisingly like there's the the, the sex and uh, like it, it starts with the wacky like oh, I'm on a webcam and oh, I got caught. Oh. But it's it's actually like ha- if it wasn't rated R, if they went with like a PG thirteen telling of this movie. It'd be pretty good. It's actually pretty decent. That's why I don't trust your opinion about anything. <laughs> it seems so wrong. Well, but ad- admit but it. Here's, we're both going to look it up on Netflix. Yeah. As well, soon here's as we the can. Thing. I mean, I'm here's intrigued thing, at though. this point. But disclaimer. I went in there thinking it was going to be the worst movie ever made, and then it wasn't. Mm. And that's what I'm coming back and telling you. <laughs> like, it's super predictable. It's It has some funny moments, and then it gets interrupted with boobs. But it gets interrupted with boobs. <laughs> uh, if you got to be interrupted. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but but the two things I have to point out that, that make it great is uh, <laughs> whenever it's a terrible movie and it's everyone's, like, first time doing a movie, everyone acts the crap out of every scene, <laughs> which is so much fun to watch. Because it's like, oh, that horse farted. I'm going to super react to it. Whoa! <laughs> which is always just hilarious to watch. And then... I have to bring up the fact that uh, there's an Asian character in it, and he gets a... You don't have to point. There's an Asian guy in the audience. We know. He buys a motorcycle by giving his pants away. So I couldn't Ah. help but think of you. He constantly tries to give us his pants. It's a running gag here. So you know he did it like once, and now he can't lose it. <laughs> no, and I'm worried that people now are going to walk away from this thinking that's like an Asian stereotype. They always give their pants it, it away. It turned out it was when I watched the film. I was like, I, you know, what? I guess thing. it is now. I had no idea it was a thing. So that was Transylvania. Brad, what are you reading? You reading anything? <laughs> no, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't have time to read. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm struggling with a uh, uh, a biography of Charles Adams, the uh, New Yorker cartoonist, who you guys probably know from the Adams Family. Uh, okay. It's not incredibly well written, and I'm really <laughs> stalled out in the middle of it. It's, it's, it, it's, 
and and and, I, and I'm just and a I'm bummer. ashamed to say that that's the only thing I'm reading right now. I right. I just I understand. I'm letting you down here. This is this tends to be the weakest segment. Is what we try. <laughs> we try to act like we I've read even, something new every week. I've even kind of fallen away from comics. Uh, to be honest with you, I, really? I, used to, I used to have a solid like forty forty five dollar a week uh, habit at my at my wow. local shop, and I and I it, it, I've just fallen away. And now when I try to pick up a comic, it, it's like there's there's a woman's head on the thing's body, and and <laughs> yeah, and there's too much going. I have that. Like, well, I get out of the I, Alan Moore I can't get in again. section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, it's tough. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to like I'm not buying. Uh, a single issue anymore. It's just like I need a contained story that I can start whenever I want and finish and not have to go run to the store and pay $3 to continue. So I totally understand that completely. So, Will, what are you reading then? I, before I even knew what Brad did, decided last night, I was like, I'm going to catch up on some of my web comics that I haven't read. Oh, I but thought I, you were going to say you are reading that biography. I was going to yeah. like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I have it on good authority that it's not good. <laughs> just picked it up. Um, but I have a t- I'm terrible with web comics because I have a very short attention span. So mm-hmm. even anything less, anything less than like two times a week, I'm just I, <laughs> I forget to up. come back. Yeah, I read like thirty, thirty episodes, thirty whatever uh, strips, and then I catch up, and I'm like, oh, I'm done. I forget about it for two months. Wow! And it ha- like uh, consistently, I do that. I'm like a Netflix viewer. Like I just want to, I want to sit down and yeah, watch just all binge of it. Read. Binge, binge, binge yes. reading. So what web comics did you read? Uh, the ones I caught up on are Order of the Stick, which is a very good, a, a Rich great Berlue. comic. Yes, wonderful. Um, and I fit the rest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so well. I there. know. Questionable content. Uh, yes, yeah, Jeff Jacks. Yes, which uh, yeah, I love that. And then I was, <laughs> I was really upset. It's called Chimney Speak, and it's this weird wow. Chimney Speak. You know what? I, I I it sounds familiar. I think I've seen it. I I don't follow it though. It's like a mildly steampunk like. Cogni 1800s England, but I got really mad because he started to write a new comic about superheroes. He started to advertise it at the bottom of every one of the Chimney Speak episodes. Then he just ended Chimney Speak. Like, a ton of stuff was happening. All, he just killed a bunch of people, ended it, and he's like, now check out the new comic. I'm done with the old one. I'm going to wow. read this one. I'm Aww. like, you could have at least finished it. No. Like, no, nah, they're, they're dead. What do you want? <laughs> uh, meteor hits the earth. I, like, Actually, I kept updating... Uh, I think for like three weeks in a row, and I was like, "When's the new one coming out?" And I finally like scrolled down to the bottom. And he's like, "And it's done." I'm like, "That can't be the end." <laughs> That's sure, not what it like I watched is. a movie, and I was like, "What's what's it coming back?" They've been, they faded to black like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> Credits didn't this show. This is very up. avant-garde. <laughs> to the end of Monty Python's Holy Grail. It's like, when's the music <laughs> going to stop? End of the movie. <laughs> Uh, I actually went back, uh, I believe based off of someone's suggestion uh, in the room currently, and I reread uh, Killing Joke because, well, someone told me recently that Alan Moore meant for that to be the death of the Joker and that Batman kills the Joker at Mm -hmm. the end of that scene. I was like, I don't buy this. So I reread it. I continue to not buy it <laughs> uh, because the whole point is that the Joker is making the point that anyone can have a bad day and lose it. And the idea that Gordon is fine at the end, but Batman loses his mind <laughs> because he was told a witty pun. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> his superpower is that he's uncorruptible and you're going to have him. <laughs> you hit him with a dirty limerick and he's like, no, that's that's insanity. Nantucket. Nantucket. And if, like, because 
They kept Batgirl. That was the first rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> they kept Batgirl in the wheelchair, but then they didn't kill the Joker. So I'm going to say no, because if you kept that canon and you let the Joker live, no, wrong. Look, I'm upset about Oracle yeah. still. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm trying to say. Is. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it. Because she showed up recently. I was also... <laughs> I still haven't finished my giant uh, uh, Nightfall. Because Nightfall's huge. Yeah. And there's a part where he talks to Oracle on the phone. And she's like, I hope you get out of the chair. And he's just like, huh? What? what how'd she know? It's like, whoa, she just talked about how she's crippled. And you're going to just, like, brush it off like, yeah, I know I'm getting out of the chair. I'm Batman. No, Barbara Gordon. <laughs> and she gets shot as Barbara. Oh, look, I'm upset, gang. I'm still you, not over it. I need I you gotta, to Google I've gotta ask Penguin's weaknesses. No, go, not Bing. Go get Alfred. <laughs> Don't Have you guys you. seen that, uh, uh, that fan fiction Batman Joker story that's making the rounds on Facebook right the now? The deal? I have it saved. <laughs> I have it bookmarked. Really, I really will get to it. interesting stuff. Isn't I it? heard that it's amazing. Yeah. And that'll probably be what I talk about next week because <laughs> I, had to, I had to do other things this week. But uh, I'm, def- yeah, I'm definitely really interested in it. So you finished it? Uh, yeah. I, so I, you I, have I, been reading I, Lies I, and Slander. <laughs> I didn't count that, I guess. But yeah, I, it was. It was oh, we bend to really, reading. really well done. Yeah. Most people in the reading section say that I downloaded an audiobook, so trust me. <laughs> Watched a foreign movie with subtitles. Yeah. I read my Facebook. I get that a lot. <laughs> so, well, tell us about the deal real quick. Uh, it, it, the, the upshot, it, it, it goes on this, uh, it, it opens with Batman basically taking Alfred's head and arms out of a box. Oh God! Oh that's, no! That's the opening. That's that, the he opening needs those to panel. be a butler. <laughs> no, there's <laughs> no more Earl Grey. It, it, it's it's Earl Red. Uh, it's it, and, and and there's and you're and, losing. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be gold. This is great. No, Come on, no. Go. And and you know, obviously, he's you know, he's uh, he's in the platoon pose, you know, on his knees. No. <laughs> And, you know, fast forward to a blimp over Gotham and, and the Joker's running around prancing up and down and he's holding on to a, a, disem, a, a dismembered arm that has a little green glove on it. And Batman shows up. There's the usual showdown. But, and, I, and I'm not going to spoil it too much, but I will say that it, it, the Joker pretty much uh, says that this whole thing, the reason he's doing it is because him and Batman had a deal, and this was part of the deal. And the reason they've got a deal is because the Joker loves Batman, and Batman loves the Joker. Huh. And that's the... I'm not going to go any further, okay. because there's there, there's, a, there's a really, really neat... Well, I'm just going to let you know right now that half of the people listening to this podcast have now shut it off and have started <laughs> reading the deal. <laughs> oh, so welcome should. back, listeners. How was it's, it? Just leave it wonderful. open. <laughs> But that sounds awesome, so I will definitely be checking that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it's neat stuff. In the future. And uh, also, uh, what are you playing? Have you gotten a chance to, to game at all? Video <laughs> or tabletop? Casino, you gambler. I watch my kids. They're really into this Pokemon thing on the DS. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Me I, and I got, seven-year-olds have nothing. that in common. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> no, I, uh, it, 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 my, my gaming, uh, you want to know how lame I am? This is a true story. Of course, I'm not making yeah. this up. Sunday, I spent 
I, I, I'm a Mac user, I, and I have been since uh, I started using and a computer artist, way back in, in 91. And my kids have Minecraft, and they wanted to do the Dragon Ball Z mod for dry, Minecraft. For, okay. for Minecraft. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm an adult. I can figure this out. They've got the YouTube. I, four hours I spent trying to get this thing to work, and I, and I still can't do it. I still can't get the mod to show up. In the game, so that's that's my gaming experience. <laughs> How from does this Dragon Ball Z keep getting mods on the? I used to play StarCraft in high school, and there was Dragon Ball Z StarCraft games. Where like, oh you're, yeah, everybody you're loves Dragon Zealots, Ball. Goku. People love Dragon Ball Z so much that something that has ball in the title will be forced to exist in a world of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure it out. My kids watch the Dragon Ball the Dragon on, the, on the TV. Yeah, and, and I, I walk I, through, and, and it, it'll just be two people standing in front of each other always in a desert oh yeah <laughs> talking 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 kamikameha credits and if, and he, if i may suggest something to you yeah <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, Nailed it. believe it or not though believe it or not that's dragon ball z kai well that's dragon ball yeah. z kai that's oh. the edited version it used to be talking 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 credits talking 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 credits talking talking kamikameha yeah, seen- credits <laughs> Have you it seen took three episodes. It's the most genius thing. No. It took them, what, 20 years for somebody to be like, you know, everybody kind of complains about how people talk too much in our show. Why don't we cut, why don't we cut that out? And they finally, Z-Kai is the, the sagas that used to take like 30 episodes are now condensed into five. Oh, it's I'll just, have to see if I can it, find that's, it. Yeah, that's the shortened version. It's you can great. tell your kids, be like, hey, there's more that they cut out. <laughs> they, they're transmissed. They're tra- I, I don't know that they would actually like I, They're They're a little bit weird about that stuff. They, <laughs> they are very pure. They, they I brought. I, I got a Goku figure at Chicago Comic Con, and it cost. It was like sixty five bucks, Whew. and I got. And and it is my my seven year old's prized possession. It is the thing that no one gets to touch. Have you introduced Ooh. them to Avatar, the Last Airbender? Y- you know what? Loved it. Yeah. They loved it, and they. Because I realize it's just better dragon. It's magic karate. Yeah. Exactly. Who doesn't You're love magic karate? Right. And and they even liked the uh, Legend of Korra, which I thought was really, really well written, oh, yeah. beautifully done. I was even able to get into that. Yeah. But they watched the whole Airbender series. They, they were great. nuts over it. Avoid the movie. It yeah. doesn't exist. A public <laughs> service announcement from Plus Two Comedy. All right, so, Will, what are you playing? I don't even remember anymore. Was it Pokemon? All right, cool. <laughs> I've been playing with my hedgehog. I got a hedgehog. Oh yeah, that's right. You bought a hedgehog. His name? No, I didn't. I it was a. You I were guess gifted not a gift. A my girlfriend you got a hedgehog, a hedgehog, and now it's mine. Because <laughs> he's amazing. His name's Jack Dempsey. Uh, you know this 19th century boxer, <laughs> known for his hedgehog-like behavior. <laughs> oh well, of course. You know, I, I would imagine a hedgehog is a is a much. Uh, do you live in the city? It's a, I, no, I don't. It's a much easier pet to have than a dog because you, yeah, well, you, you don't have to walk a hedgehog. Yeah. No, you, you just hold him out the you, window and squeeze. <laughs> no, but then your hands. <laughs> yeah, you get the spikes. <laughs> he's like a little a spiky. Do they have dog. actual spikes? Yeah, he's got like you sp- could hurt yourself on him, yeah. like a porcupine. It's it's what's neat is that they can control whether they hurt you or not. Really? Because if they're just hanging out, they're very flat. But they, they'll curl up into a ball real quick, and they can stick them out. Wow! 
that I did not know. <laughs> so if you're petting oh, him, yeah. he's like, I feel like being a jerk. And yeah, <laughs> deploy. <laughs> well, he likes to wedge. Like if you're holding him, he likes to wedge himself next to you, and then you're like, I don't want to pull him out because the spikes are a lot worse going that way. <laughs> So he can just stay as long I'm as he bur- wants. I'm burrowed. I live here now. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sonic Run Jeremy, and we can move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although whoever looked at Japan's idea, I guess they had never seen a hedgehog. I'm like, I hear they're really fast in blue, <laughs> and, and, blue. and charismatic. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, so real quick, uh, I've been playing the Flux board game, and it's awesome. I love the Flux. If you played Flux, the card game, it's that, but with a board and more, things to keep track of. More screwing your friends over, and oh. that's what's important to me. That's what's important about Flux. Yeah, I like that everything's like written down in front of you. Yes, Makes it so uh, the much copy easier. I played did not have rules included. Wow, but uh, it was still easy enough to figure out. So I highly recommend it for you, Flux and board game aficionados. And I like that one of the art is, I believe, the creator of Flux, and another person is his girlfriend, who's not happy. The art of her is not happy oh, with yeah. being in the game. I, I don't want to be here. Uh, please don't put me in this game. <laughs> <laughs> don't appreciate it. And uh, that'll do it for uh, what you read and what you watch and what you're playing. Uh, we end every one of our podcasts with a game, so uh, I think it's game time, gang. Game time. Yes. Uh, now, we each, we put up some prizes. Uh, uh, the Plus Two Comedy Prize this week is... No, it's gone. Axe Cop. Ooh. I brought Ooh. the Axe Cop graphic novel. I thought it was fitting, since we're doing kind of a web comic-y show. So this is the uh, first Axe Cop. Uh, it's also um, uh, now a uh, cartoon on the Fox Network. So if you want to read that cartoon... Boom! Right there. Axe Cop. Uh, it is... Uh, crap, I forget the gimmick. It, it's drawn by by uh, Mikhail, I think. And then Ethan is his younger brother, who's seven, who writes it. So he writes it, and then he draws the comic for it. So it's madness. It's insanity. It's Axe Cop. It's fun. Brad, what did you bring? I, I brought my la- the latest two Evil Ink graphic novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do with the graphic novels is instead of just doing a comic strip collection, I take the individual panels of the uh, daily strip and I lay out a graphic mm-hmm. novel. So it reads much more like a comic book. There's extra panels in there uh, that you haven't seen. To... Yeah, I just saw the calendar part. <laughs> I was like, this isn't very funny. <laughs> this, is, this is not good at all. And, and also the uh, the new to, uh, 2014 Evil Ink calendar. <laughs> Miss Lightning looked much better in color. When I was reading her today, she was in black and white. Yeah, The yeah. color definitely adds a lot to and, it. And the art has changed an awful lot from yeah. when it was black and white. Well, I noticed that uh, this is volume six, and she still hasn't figured out pockets, but <laughs> it's really on her. There's, there's really no room for pockets on so that So that, that is some too. awesome prizes. Now, the way this works, this is going to be host versus guest versus audience. All right. So an audience member gets to come up and play, but they have to put up a prize for us to win since we put up these great prizes. Oh, nice. So what do we have in the audience this week? As they 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 are slowly they pulling things out, I'm seeing. I see. Things oh, are being distributed. The, the VR Trooper puzzle packs. VR Troopers. Yes, it was. It was, it was a Power Rangers esque show where they had the the people in the suits, and then they were white kids because I wouldn't have related to a Japanese person. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. We also have a PlayStation Two hat. PlayStation Three. Excuse Whoa. me. Ooh. Excuse me. 
excuse me. Yeah, it's the last at midnight. No, then it becomes vintage. It, yeah, it becomes vintage at midnight. That's pretty good. Anything else, guys? Are you putting up the book? Uh, Alpha Centauri, Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. Takes, <laughs> the book. Yeah, it picks, it picks up right where civilization ended. <laughs> the first page is you win, and then it continues on. Anything else in Asian man's pants? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. I brought it up. Sheesh. Sheesh. Now, Brad, it's 32 by 30. We got, we got sizes now. Brad, as our guest, you get to choose. So would you like to play for the Sid Meier's book, the VR Troopers puzzle cards, or the PlayStation 3 hat? Yeah. I'll play for the VR Trooper cards. I'll play for the VR Trooper cards. Come on up here. Those have been floating around for a while. Yeah. Grab grab microphone number four for me. There you go. Have a seat. All right. Talking to the microphone for me. Okay. Uh, hello. And who do we have here? Uh, this is Paul. Hey, Paul. Welcome Hi. back. Thank you very much. Thank you for putting up your VR Troopers cards. Oh, not a I'm problem. I'm a little sad yeah. there's not gum in these. Oh, uh, there's um, no gum? Oh, deal breaker. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I'm Ooh. sorry. That, Wait. Yeah. Guys, guys, look for VR Trooper audio cassettes wherever music is sold. Oh, my music goodness. These might actually be valuable because <laughs> they reference yeah. audio cassettes. <laughs> That that's actually that is still true, except there's no places that music is sold anymore, <laughs> so you can't find it. Now, what I try to do, I try to cater the game that we play uh, uh, towards the guest. So we're going to actually play Evil Inc. Mm-hmm. Basically, what's going to happen is I will give you an evil corpora- a corporization, a corporation, corporation, right. <laughs> an evil empire, and uh, you need to tell me where that. Evil Empire is from what comic book, TV show, movie okay. that it is from? Now the way it work, Paul will go first since he is new. Okay. He's from the audience, and yes. then uh, Brad and Will will make a bet on whether or not he will get that question correct, and then we'll move down the line. No, so no I have I have uh, one through thirty here. Pick a number, and I will give you an evil corporation. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yes, I'll do number twenty-three. Number twenty-three. <laughs> nice. I don't know why. Nice. I don't know why that's hilarious. But okay. Uh, the Ministry of Darkness, aka the Corporate Ministry. Ooh, Brad, do you think Paul knows this? Read his face. Read it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no way he knows it. No idea. I don't think he knows it either. Doesn't think he knows it either. I think I know it though. The Ministry of Darkness. The Ministry okay. of Dark, also known as the Corporate Ministry. The corporate Ministry. Uh, Ooh, I, Paul, I don't, Paul I thinking there's help. murmuring in yeah. the audience. <laughs> Which means yeah, they're going to yell at me if I don't get this. Um, I don't think they yeah, will. I, I, I don't know. I'm, no, no idea. I, I don't know. Well, I never have my pen, so I can oh. keep track of scores. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's a point for uh, uh, for Brad and Will. Um the Ministry of Darkness was headed by The Undertaker yes. in the world of professional wrestling oh. and the WWE. And then they merged with Vince McMahon and became the corporate ministry. I really wish you didn't pick that one first. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because wow. it really sets a bad tone for this game. <laughs> I, I will say that this, this game is hard. I'm going to say okay. difficulty check 17. Ooh. So it's a tough game. It's a tough game. So that's a point for Will and Brad. Brad, you get to pick a number this time. Uh, seven. 
Number seven is the Umbrella Corporation. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Will, do you think Brad knows this? I want to say no, but I know he also does the con circuit, and it's hard to miss. Yeah, give him hints. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff <laughs> going on. I, uh, no, I'm going to go with no. Ooh. Do you uh, believe him, Brad? I, I do. I'm going to say yes, and he knows this. Brad, where does the Umbrella Corporation come from? Thank you, sir. Ah, you, you know, I'm I'm really my geek credential is gonna suffer. I know I've seen the logo. I can oh, no. the logo, and I think it starts with a P, or maybe yeah. it's per- Periscope Studios P. P. Uh, I got I got nothing. Uh, it is the evil corporate perhaps not corporization <laughs> from Resident Evil that ah. created the zombies. That's a point for Will. Yeah. yeah. And, Will, I need you to pick a number now. Uh, one? Did we do one? No, you did not do one. Organization 13. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crowd has feelings about it. <laughs> Paul, do you think Will will know this? Uh, yes. I'm going to say yes. Brad? You, uh, judging from the response uh, out, in the, out in the crowd, I'm going to say yes. All right, Will. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is correct. <laughs> Points all around. Ooh. <laughs> they didn't even clap. You <laughs> better. Yeah, of course he knew that. <laughs> Paul, I need a number. All right. Uh, how about uh, number eighteen? Number eighteen uh, is Paradius. I can spell it for you if you you want. Or Paradius. 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 Okay. Brad, do you think he knows it? No Look, way. No. No faith. No. No faith at all. No. Paul, pull it out. I really, really wish I could just show people up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no. It would be so great. I would love to just be like, right bam, obviously. Well, as a matter of fact. Uh, right. Yes, uh, as a paradias or paradias, as some have said, uh, <laughs> experts. Uh, no, I, I, but I honestly can, unfortunately. No. Oh, it is the evil corporiz- corporization. I don't know if I'm actually saying the word wrong on purpose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't say that word from Yu-Gi-Oh, oh. that that there's the reactions I wanted. Wow! Thank you. Para radius, Pal radius, P A R. I'm not spelling it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, did you mean Pegasus? No, that it's was not the Pegasus. Guy. No, Pegasus is the, the guy. corporization. Yeah, don't yell at me. It's us. <laughs> it's okay. All right, chill, Paul. <laughs> no, no, it's just a game. Oh, no, they're yelling at me. Brad, I need you to pick a number, and then maybe you'll get yelled at by the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take number 11. Number 11 is Shinra Incorporated. Shinra. Or Shinra Inc. Or Shinra. Shinra. Just Shinra. 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 Yes. Shinra. Will, do you think he knows it? No, I don't. No? Uh, I'm going to say no. No, nobody no. has faith. This would be great if you got this. Shinra in cor- uh, Shinra was the uh, evil corporation from. I've got nothing. Oh, I was totally oh, I on board. I thought he was pulling it out. I finally jumped on the no train, and that was like, uh, uh, just. Uh. I thought you'd have extra. Like it was formed by. Uh. Yeah, but is the corporation from Final Fantasy VII? Oh God, Rufus Shinra. Yeah, Rufus Shinra. You you just you're having bad luck with this num- with the numbers here because there <laughs> there are some easier ones in here that you could have gotten but oh well will I need a number from you uh two we need two I'm not keeping track oh two is mad M A D with with periods mm-hmm. after all of them do you think will knows this Paul yes 
No, Paul has faith. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with yes. Oh, they all have faith. Oh, this is <laughs> oh. even better. It's better when they have faith and you don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, he's going he's gonna to oh. freak out. <sighs> I don't know. Well, he's not going to even venture a guess. I don't know. Oh. Well, no points for anybody. Oh. Mad was... Started by the evil Dr. Claw, <laughs> oh, Inspector yeah. Gadget. Yep. Oh, for shame, sir. <laughs> for shame. Uh, <laughs> I'll get you, Gadget. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> All right, Paul. <laughs> I'm disappointed in me. I don't... <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll do, let's say, two more rounds of this. Paul. All right. Uh, number 29. Number 29. I don't know what I wrote for this. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, it, oh, it's the Zanscore Empire. Zanscore Empire. You know. Z-A-N-S-C-A-R-E Empire. And the, the, the amount of confusion in the room leads me to ask this question. Brad, do you think he'll get this? <laughs> no. No? no uh, I so. do not either. <laughs> Zanscore Empire. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. Uh... Empire, shoot, I'm trying to think. No, I, I got nothing. I know, I know I the Zanscore Kingdom, but not the <laughs> Empire. Any, uh, no ideas? No, I'm no sorry. Idea. I, uh, that is the evil corporation from Mobile Suit Victory Gundam. Oh, well, yeah. Some people knew it after I said the answer, but yeah. that's fine. <laughs> All right, Brad, pick a good number. Uh, I'm going to go with number 10. Number 10. Uh, number 10 is the Resource Deployment Administration. Dep- I'm sorry, the Resources Development Administration, also known as the RDA. Will, what do you think? I don't think he knows it. I'm going to say no as well. Oh, t- nobody no. believes in Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a really good reason for that. RDA, you know, this is usually where on Hollywood Square is Paul Lind would come up with something really off the cuff and funny. <laughs> uh, I got, I, I, I and, and I'm clearly no Paul Lind. I, <laughs> I can't even come up with anything for RDA. I uh, uh, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Anybody know it? Anybody no. have any thoughts? See, this was a corporation that uh, needed to get resources like Unobtainium in the film mm. Avatar. Oh, what, a sh- what a shame I didn't pay attention to the subtle nuances of <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> I was too distracted by the 3D. Guys, there are easy ones on here, but you guys are just jumping we, all we around them. We must be them. jumping all around them. <laughs> yeah. Will, I need a number. Three. Number three is chaos. I'll spell it for you. K-A-O-S. Chaos. Do you think he'll get this? Uh, I'm going to say no. Saying no. Brad? How old is he? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't look, How old do I look? You don't look old enough to know this one. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say Did you say yes or no? Uh, I said no. I'm going to be a contrarian. I'm going to say yes. Ooh, Brad believes in you. No, I and I thought I was going to be the, the time to pull it out, but I just realized <sighs> I, that wasn't even a sentence. <laughs> I was going to say mask, and then I realized the bad guys from mask were Viper, not Chaos. 
From The Mask? No, Ma- Mask was a show. <laughs> the kid with the sh- with, who shares... No, they were toys. Kid and... They oh. had helmets. They didn't wear masks. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just sounded not, better. not the kid from Mask. So okay. I guess I don't know. You, do, you don't know at all? No guess? Nah. I know Brad knows. It by that much. <laughs> <laughs> it is the evil corporation from Get Smart. Uh, <laughs> damn. The Rock's in that movie. <laughs> You know, I did used to watch the show on like Nick at Night when I was a kid. Oh, did you? Really? Oh, yeah, but I loved not. Get Smart. Yeah. Uh, it was get a shoe phone. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, Paul, you you still have a chance. You can still come oh, back. So all right, pick us a number. I like having a chance. All right, uh, let's try uh, number. Have we done fourteen? Number fourteen. No. Okay, because I'm just Ultor. U L T O R. Ultor. <laughs> Brad, do you think he knows it? No way. No clue. No, nah, I don't either. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I'm still pretty convinced you're making half of these yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you just okay. I tried to missing poke- everything here. Uh, I, I tried a poker face that time, but it, um, okay. <laughs> uh, I God, Old Thor. Yes, I'm gonna get yelled at. U L T O R. Old Thor. Old Tor? Old Tor? Old Tor. Old Tor. Okay. Old Tor. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the pronunciation. Um, uh, I'm going to just say Voltron just so I actually guess for once. Oh, that was good that you like guessed. Voltron. No, uh, it is the evil corporization from Saints Row. I'm surprised you didn't know oh. this, Will. Wow. Wow. Now, it's from... Uh, Two, I think, yeah. Oh, well. I, I, I started say, at three. The first they oh, reference okay. it, but they're like, remember what happened in Ultor? It's like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Everything changed things. after Ultor. And then you're like, why? <laughs> Brad, you're still in this, though. Uh, I'll you're, go with number 15. Number 15. Number 15 is Waylon Utani. Say that again? Waylon Utani. Waylon Utani. Yes. I think he's poker facing us. Yeah, I know. That's I the... think he knows this one. All right, Will says Don't yes. Mess with us, Paul. What do you think? Uh, see, I'm trying to decide if I want to go with this or not. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and make a move here for points. I'm going to say no. Just to I'm going to try. All right, interesting, no, interesting we'll strategy. It. I'll try it, Brad. Come on, Brad. <laughs> Will and you, Tony. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're an old man. You don't know aliens? (laughs) 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 Yes, Waylon Yutani from Aliens. How you all felt during Kingdom Hearts, that's how I felt. (laughs) 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 Will will bring us home. Uh, Five? Still going in order. Number five. Number five. Whatever. Uh, What? (laughs) I don't care. Uh, number five is Wolfram and Hart. What do you think, Paul? Oh, I think I know, he has to pee. Based no, off no, I know it's called. No, I know this. I'm trying to think. I'm like, ooh, I actually know this one. And then I'm like, oh, uh, what does Paul like? See, that's <laughs> <laughs> giving him hints. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say no. Is it from no. VR Trooper? <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what do you think? Do you think he knows it? Yes, he knows that one. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think you're very good at poker. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play poker after this. <laughs> no, I don't know it. I don't even. <sighs> Brad knows it. Does he? Well, 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer and later Angel. Uh, yes, from Angel. Is it from a musical? Is it, is it <laughs> classical theater? <laughs> Why does Brad know it? It's from a musical. <laughs> I even remember the episode where they explained what Wolfram and Hart oh, was yes. for. It was Wolf, Wolf Ram, Ram, and, and Hart, Hart, which yes. was a word for a... Uh, Fuck. It was yeah, for a, yeah, like a deer. Deer. Yeah. Antelope. Oh, no. yeah, like a stag. They go yeah. into the other dimension, and yeah. Angel can be in the sun. This Guys, cool. you gotta watch Angel. Way Angel's really good. was cool for vampires to go in the sun, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> still doesn't sparkle. Yeah, it no, doesn't sparkle no. either. He actually turns into a more terrifying beast. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so that's going to do it for our game. Uh, Paul with five points, Brad with five points, and Will with seven points. You Damn. pulled it out on this one, so that makes Will our winner. <laughs> Low puzzle pack. Yes. Brad bought so, brought so much, so since those are all our things, Paul, why don't you take one of the, the evil ink? Oh, uh, not all of them, because I really want to read these. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, which one? I'll, I'll take the one you don't want, Will. I, I don't no, you can oh, take oh, one. Just take one. Okay. I'll oh, he not would. that one. He not would. that one. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll just. <laughs> oh, classic Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thank we you appreciate you donating you, your VR Trooper puzzle packs to our, yeah. our prizes. So that brings us towards the end of our show here. Uh, Brad, uh, where can we look you up? What are your websites and your Twitters and such? Oh, gosh. You can follow me at Twitter at, uh, at Geiger, which is spelled like guitar but with a G instead of a T. You can check out my daily webcomic at evil-inc, that's I-N-C, dot com. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about webcomics, head on over to webcomics.com. Or, or buy one of your fantastic books. Yeah. Or buy a book, for crying out loud. You can find out. It, it is out in digital uh, edition. You can, you can read it right now, and there is a link at the top of the webcomics.com page. There's also a link at the bottom of uh, this podcast, if you would like to listen to the, it and if there. You, and if you are interested, I also do a monthly comic. Uh, at the beginning of every month, I put out the entire upcoming month's worth of strips up, so if you don't want to wait for them to come out day after day on the site, you can download Download the monthly comic at the beginning of the month for 99 oh. cents and read it on your tablet. Cool. Nice. Very good stuff. you can see stuff. that always. At, you can always get a link to that from uh, evilink.com. Excellent. Excellent. So thank you so much for joining us here on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, Brad. Thank really you. I had, I had a great time. This I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Will, anything to add? Uh, if you also don't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you can contact me on Facebook <laughs> because I am the only person. <laughs> got better. Got better. <laughs> it, it had the dip and now, you know. Got good. It got good. Start a club, uh, guys. If you want to see the Plus Two Comedy Podcast live, it's here at five four five Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey, at Jester's Playhouse. It's where the fun begins. Uh, next week, the twenty first, we'll have Joe Doc, auxiliary Plus Two Comedy member. Uh, then it's Thanksgiving, so don't come on the twenty eighth. We're not going to be here. <laughs> and then on the fifth. It's the Plus Two Comedy Character Select Showcase featuring Alex Perlman, Shortstack, Derek Batichek, Vegas Lancaster, and the rest of the Plus Two Comedy. It's going to be great. And then uh, on the 12th, we have the guys from Jersey Devil Productions. They're going to be talking about their new short films. It's going to be a good time. Thank you. To all the people that listen, I forgot I had more things to say. <laughs> That's where you guys were supposed yeah. to clap. I, wait, wait, you, <laughs> no, no, there's nah, more. They know the cues. They know the cues. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. You could also check us out on Stitcher. Send us an email, plus2comedy at gmail.com for all your inquiries, guest suggestions, game ideas, or just say hi. It would be great to hear from you. Thank you. 
to Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, they know. They know. They know the cues. They know how it works. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. Wait until the very, very end to shut this off. Since you did that, I'm going to let you in on a little news scoop. A couple people have been wondering what happened to the two bonus episodes I've been promising, which were Noah Freaks Out About the Last Episode of Dexter and Noah Freaks Out About Bioshock Infinite. First off, Bioshock Infinite is not going to come out until I finish both the DLCs that are coming out. The new Burial at Sea DLC actually relates to the main story, so I don't want to jump in with wild speculation just to have it be destroyed by the DLC. So that episode is still coming, I promise you. As for the Dexter, uh, we decided that we're actually going to do a brand new podcast. It's going to be called Binge Watching, where me and Will will binge watch one of the most popular TV series that we just never had time to watch, and we'll talk about that. So there may be a special episode of binge-watching on Dexter, but our upcoming episode that we're going to be debuting very soon is Breaking Bad. So if you want to join us and binge-watch Breaking Bad, I highly recommend it. It is all on Netflix except for the final season, which you can actually watch on AMC.com, at least at the time of this recording. So if you want to join us for our new podcast, Binge Watching, check out Breaking Bad and join the binge watching. And as always, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Please click the banner below to receive a free audiobook and support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. My wife used to call me Stanley in the bedroom. Oh. Yeah, because I was only on for a few seconds. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>